Hello, everyone. Just to let you know, we'll start the presentation in about one minute. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everyone. We'll start the presentation in about 30 seconds. Thank you once again for joining us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Safety and Health Magazine webcast, The Importance of Community and Safety, sponsored by Aveta. This is Alan Ferguson, Associate Editor at Safety and Health Magazine and co-host of the On the Safe Side podcast, and I'm helping moderate today's pre-recorded event. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll start the presentation in a couple of minutes, but first, there are some housekeeping items. As a disclaimer, the views of today's speaker and organization are their own and do not necessarily reflect those in the National Safety Council or Safety and Health Magazine. Any mention of a commercial enterprise, product, or publication does not mean the council or the magazine endorses those items. For today's presentation, we will not conduct a live Q&A session, but will forward any questions to our sponsor, Aveta. There are chances, however, during this presentation to share your thoughts via the Q&A button at the bottom of your screen. Also, this webinar was originally scheduled for an hour, but we'll run about 25 minutes. And just to let you know, after this presentation, you'll be asked to complete a brief evaluation survey, and the survey will open in a different screen after this webinar. This webcast will be archived so you can access it after today's live event. To view this webcast and all of our past webcasts, please go to safetyandhealthmagazine.com events. With that, let's introduce our speaker. Jason Lucas is a partner and co-founder of the Safety Justice League podcast. Jason has worked for more than 20 years in the safety field and holds a number of certifications, including safety management specialist, construction health and safety technician, and certified instructional trainer. He's also a consultant, mentor, nationally recognized speaker, and author of the book, Eight Habits of an Impactful Safety Pro. Once again, thank you all for joining us for this presentation. We'll go ahead and get started. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. Uh, we're going to talk today a little bit about the importance of community and safety. And we're going to start off by evaluating your safety community. You know, before I get too far along, though, I want to share real quick who I am. I know they gave a quick bio, but let me share just a little bit more. My, again, my name is Jason Lucas. I like to go by Soul Doctor because I believe that it's important to care about the total person and not just the work person. So who am I? I'm Jason Lucas. I've been doing safety for a little over 20 years. Uh, I'm an author of a book called Eight Habits of a Impactful Safety Pro. I've been in crane safety. I've been in oil and gas safety. I've been in food manufacturing safety. I've been in a plethora of safety uh, areas. So I'm really excited to talk about what why community is important in safety. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as we get going. But I want to talk real quick about Safety Justice League because you see on your screen that nice little QR code. Safety Justice League is a trio of safety professionals that includes myself, Jason Maldonado, and Allison Short. And we 
I think we have probably the most exciting safety podcast out there. Uh, we like to we like to consider it more edutainment than uh, just safety education because we really enjoy entertaining our audience with with insightful interviews and just a lot of fun overall. So let's share, I, I wanna share a little bit more about our community story from 2020 on. So everybody knows what 2020 means. 2020 is all about COVID. That's when everything started to get shut down. That's when everybody started needing community more than anything else. So if everyone else says it, it must be a thing for us community became a, a real thing for us. We started doing podcasting in 2020. We started doing vir virtual events in 2020. And then eventually, as COVID went away, we started to do more in-person conferences like ASSP. And uh, we started doing Safety Justice League in real life events. Now that quote, if everyone says it, it must be a thing, is really based upon the fact that when we first got started, it was just the three of us recording these little videos called Ask a Safety Pro, where we thought, you know what, nobody's really collaborating. So let's start building a community of safety professionals and they can start to ask these little questions here and there and then we would answer them on video and the cool part is is we didn't really know what the other person was answering because they would all record we would all record our our clips individually send them all in and then create just one video so the interesting thing is when we started releasing this we started to get popular. Uh, we already had kind of a following of our own each individually in the beginning, and that was when it was Abby Ferry instead of Allison Short, but we, we each had our own little following. And the really cool part is, is one of our friends came up uh, and commented on one of the Ask a Safety Pro videos, and he was like, you know, together, separately, y'all are all great, but together, y'all are like a Safety Justice League. And immediately we were like, oh, wow, this is a thing. So we started titling these things as Safety Justice League. And eventually, as we move forward, uh, we started getting invited to podcasts as guests, as a group. So the cool part was that after we started to get invited as guests, we realized, hey, I think we can do this podcast thing. And that started the whole thing. We started podcasting. And then, like I said before, we started getting in, into virtual events, in-person conferences, and uh, you know, Safety Justice League in real life events. So let's talk real quick about what is community. Culture. So this is like how a job site or a warehouse or other smaller group of, uh, of an organization or profession translates a culture into their own company. This is a true definition of your company's culture. So if I were to ask you questions like, what is your company culture? Or do you have a statement or mission that you can point to? How would you answer those questions? What are some of the ways that you and those in your immediate workplace display that culture on a daily basis. What did you do to embody the company culture today? What did you observe in others today? When you go to another site or another city, have you noticed any ways that culture is embodied differently than at your home base? So let's talk about what is culture. So culture is the customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of a 
Culture doesn't necessarily need people to keep it in existence. It doesn't need care and feeding daily. We know about cultures that existed long ago, and there are no longer people around that represent that culture, but it still exists, and it's known, and it can be studied. So let's go back to back to community because cultures are dead. We want to live in a community. So when we talk about a culture, that's what's already occurred. We want to talk about community because community is now. This is, again, how a group of people live out their culture. And we want to make sure that every person that is part of that community has something that they can bring to the community and that they're receiving from the community. So more observations on community is what what is it it's like a dialect or a language in common so if you think back to to the 80s or the 90s there were certain words that we used back then that everybody had an understanding because it was pretty common we all we all said like rad or or cowabunga or whatever you know but if you know someone is working say maybe only if is is it that is i'm sorry is it somebody working safely if if events occur so the feeling of being on the same page is also what community is about it's a translation of an overarching culture a workplace or other it's leaders who aren't managers that are often looked to for direction. These are the influencers that are on your job sites. I'm willing to bet that if you're watching this webinar right now and you're attending it right now, there is somebody in your job site, somebody on that manufacturing floor, somebody who doesn't have the title of leader, but they are influencing others. It's If they say it's safe, it's gonna be safe. If they say we're gonna follow this rule, it's gonna be followed. But not everybody has that type of influence. So it's important to follow those people that have those type of influence and get them on board with what community is all about at your company. But let's talk about what community is not. It's not prescribed and, it's, and, and often it cannot be specifically described so it's not prescribed and often cannot be specifically described it is not management or guru driven it is not rigid it's not the same every day and it's understood completely by your competitors and it's not understood completely by your competitors or industry profession peers so how do we the safety justice league how do we create community yeah i'm going to give it a little spoiler alert it was mostly on accident. We had set out in the very beginning to be an organic group of safety professionals. We set out to be ourselves. That was the main thing. We just wanted to be able to bring who we are to the safety community. We wanted to provide a place where others could be themselves as well. We wanted to provide a voice for people that may not be getting a voice in safety. The funny thing about safety is it's mostly lone wolf. A lot of the time you don't have a safety team surrounding you. You're doing it all by yourself and it can be lonely. And we wanted to provide a place where it did not have to be as lonely to be in safety. We want to share valuable ideas and products with our community based on what we know about them. But here's the thing, not everything worked. We tried a whole bunch of different things that some of it worked and some of it didn't. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that didn't work. We've all heard about safety gimmicks. We've all heard of the, the flavor of the week or different tricks to do things uh, a better way. But the cool part is, is we tried some of them so you don't have to. So we can tell you, I can tell you right now what worked and what didn't. We tried a community texting tool. 
it was it, it fell flat like here's our number just reach out to us it'll be awesome nope didn't work we tried a lot of different type of social media sites. We tried Hi-Ho, we tried a bunch of other um, ones that were just getting started because we thought, hey, this is gonna be a really cool way to start this community and, and, and build in the community even more. Some social media sites work great. LinkedIn is a great site for us as a group, but it doesn't necessarily work for everybody. There's other sites that are fun, but they don't necessarily help us. We tried some live streams and I'm gonna just warn you ahead of time, never, ever, ever, ever release the link of a live stream that you're gonna do into social media as a whole. Make people sign up for it because you will get some of the strangest people that you've ever met. Just jump on it because they just, I think they look for these things. It's really weird. We even tried, to do spinoff shows to where a guest of the show that, that happened to be really popular, they could fall under the Safety Justice League umbrella. Sometimes that worked, sometimes it didn't. But we've, we tried some things. So we tried them and that just to make sure that you don't have to. So here's what I want you to think about. I want to talk about your current community. How do we assess your current community? Do people come to you with workplace safety concerns? Do they talk to you about the annoying work do they talk to you about the things that they have to work around? Do they also talk about positive things that they may see out and about? Do people seek your opinion on safety products and philosophies? Do people ask you questions? Do they seek more knowledge from you? Do they ask open-ended questions? Do they have more and more conversations? When they see you out in the field, are they looking to have that conversation for you? And do you have safety champions or other emergent safety leaders who are not managers or supervisors? Some of those influence that we were the influencers that we were talking about. There are so many different ways that you can assess your your current community, but you have to take the time to be willing to look around and see what you can see. And you have to be willing to have a conversation that's not necessarily about work. One of the best ways that you can build relationship with your workers is to ask them how they're doing today or ask them who their favorite sports team is or talk to them about, you know, do they have kids? Do they have a wife, you know, Bill or, or a husband build up those conversations, talk to them. That's what they're, that's what they're seeking. They aren't seeking to be told what they've done, what they've done wrong. They're seeking to build community just like you are. So before we continue, we want to, I want to ask you, where are you now? So I want you to think, I want you to write down for me. I want you to write down where you are now. I want you to note positive signs of community. I want you to note opportunities to further assess community. And I want you to note opportunities to begin building or fostering community. And I'll give you just a moment to write some of those notes. You'll find those notes right on the screen for you. I'm going to give you just a moment to, to write some of those down, type some of those, because I think it's really important that we get an idea of where we're at before we move into the next one. All right, 
Good job, everybody. Thank you all so much for taking the time to write those notes down. Now we want to talk, I want to talk a little bit about activating your safety community. So we've got done a pretty good assessment of what is a safety community, but how do you activate it? How do you get that community working? How do you get it, you know, getting everybody encouraged to be a part of that? So I'm going to take you just a, just a moment and I want you to share your thoughts inside the notes of positive signs of community. I want you to share opportunities to further assess your community and opportunities to begin building or fostering community. That's what those notes were for. It's so that you can share them with the group because community is about helping each other find the best ways to do things. So we're gonna do kind of a community aspect on this webinar and you're gonna get the opportunity to share your positive signs of community opportunities to further assess community and opportunities to begin building or fostering community. So everybody take a moment to look inside the notes and you'll you'll get the chance to see what other people are doing, what other people are, see, are seeing, and then you may have that chance to see that, that there's something that might work for you. And that's what community is about. It's about helping each other. It's about helping each other find a way. It's not a competition, it's community. So social media has kind of conditioned society to be motivated by clicks and likes. I don't know if you've noticed that, but when, when you post something that's, that's really cool, it kind of motivates you because it's the clicks and the likes. But what we need to be working at, working toward as safety professionals is we need to be working on getting fans for life. We wanna get community for life. Short-term victories can get you places, but you must build momentum and trust. See, long game thinking can benefit you quicker than you may think. So fans following in the long game, clicks and likes are fans for life. Short-term victories are long game trust. Long-term mindset, short-term incremental growth and celebration. There's a difference. We can't just do it for the for the quick likes and the quick clicks. We have to do it to make long-term change. So what good communities have you been a part of? Why were they good communities? I want you to think about that for just a second. I want you to write a note down. Hey, what good community have you been a part of? But the real question we have to ask is why? Why was that a good community? What made it good? What inspired you by working within that community or being a part of that community? Because it doesn't have to be just work related. There are a ton of great community communities out there that have nothing to do with with work. We have people out there today that are part of boating communities and they've learned that the biggest thing for them is the community there. That's a good community because they're always looking out for one another. If one person is having a rough one, then everybody else steps up to help out. So that's a good community. It's where we're building up one another and we're helping each other out. So what is a bad community though? Let's look at the inverse side of that. What, what type of bad communities have you been a part of? And why were they bad communities? 
maybe they were they were run by just one person that wouldn't let anybody else do anything and you struggled because it was just them all the time and you weren't able to say anything or maybe it was people who just didn't seem to be able to get along everybody had was pulling on different ends of the rope against one another instead of pulling in the same direction take a time to find out what is a bad community that you've been a part of and why why was that considered a bad community can't we just outsource this <laughs> you know at some point the funny thing is is yes you can kind of outsource the work that you're putting in to build that community less for work for you to market the program as a whole others will do it for you this is true activation so as you begin to build your community, you're going to get fans that are a part of that community, influencers that are a part of that community that more than anything, they just desire to help increase that community because they see the value in, in that community. You, Safety Justice League, we have super fans. We have people that, that will post about our podcast. We don't even have to post about them sometimes. It's fans that are posting about them. They post our, our stuff for us. But we have to continue to put effort into the community. So are you seeing signs of this already? How can you encourage uh, those people that are bought into your community? They are the activator. Who is activating? Who is echoing what you share? When you share something in, in a safety meeting, who's echoing that out to the field? When you share something in a, in a manager's meeting, who's echoing that out? to everybody who could possibly hear. Uh, validation after you're gone, perspective, or val validation after you're gone, perspective after you're gone. We need to make sure that we are putting value in our community by replying, by responding, by delivering. So when you built up a community and you built up people like we were talking about in the very beginning that come and, and ask you a lot of questions, or they, they talk to you about positive things, or they talk to you about what their struggles are at work, it is vital that we as safety professionals, that we as leaders reply to those things. And if we don't know the answer, that's okay. Say, I don't know the answer. And then, but I'm going to find out, but you always, always, always have to make sure that you go back with that answer. You can't leave them hanging because you will destroy the community that you're building if you're not willing to make sure that you're delivering value to them so that they can return value to you because community is vital in value. And we have to have value, we have to show value, and we have to be willing to receive value to be able to eventually outsource this to the people that we're working with. Why would you, who would you want in your ultimate awesome community? So I want you to write down in the notes, I want you to write down people's names first, easy if they're famous. If they're not famous people, I want you to identify the traits of the person that made you choose them. So I know for me, I I I would want my awesome my my ultimate awesome community. I would want Gary Vaynerchuk. I would want the rest of Safety Justice League, and they already are. Um, I want people that care about people. 
anybody who has a people over everything mindset is the person that I want to be a part of our community. Because if they see value in others, they're going to provide value for others. And that is the key part of an ultimate awesome community. But wait, I have a question. Isn't this a community? Right now, everybody on this webinar, you're on this webinar together. You are a community together. Look around on the webinar. You can see the other people that are here. Even virtually, you can have a community. We had a, 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 a wonderful guest named Sharon Lipinski, and she wrote, she said it, when she was on the podcast, she said that the answers are likely in the room. So I want you to just, I want you to take just a moment to realize that there are people in your workplace right now that have the answer to whatever problem it is that you're looking at. Whatever issue that you're facing, there are people that deal with that, subject matter experts that deal with that each and every day. And guess what? The likelihood is if you're willing to listen to them for just a few minutes, you'll find out that the answers are in the room. So same questions and prompts, but this is for the awesome folks uh, responsible for safety and communication and influence. How can your community benefit from what you've learned today? That's what the question that I want you to take away from this webinar is how can your community benefit from seeing the value in the difference between community and culture? That is a vital part of this whole thing. What I'd like you to do before I wrap up the end of this webinar is I want you to take out your cell phone. And there's a reason that I want you to do that because on this last slide, you're going to see this QR code. Look, you may be too shy to connect with us right, right away during this web webinar, but I want you to scan that QR code and where it's going to take you, it's going to take you to the link tree of Safety Justice League. And you're going to be able to reach out to us on any of our social sites, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Discord, any place that, 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 that we might be on that link tree, I want you to reach out to us. We love and I love being able to answer questions and help others. So I want you to be a part of my community. If you are willing to attend this webinar, it shows that you see that there might be some importance of community and safety. And that is exactly the people that I want to have in my community. So take a little bit of time, scan that code, reach out to me so that we can make sure that we are getting connected because I want you to be a part of my community. And I want to be a part of your community because I think that the answers are in the room and there's so many answers that I may be able to give, but there's so many more that I could learn from each and every one of you. So I just want to say thank you for attending this webinar about the importance of community and safety. And please feel free to ask as many questions as you possibly can, because I wanna be able to answer each and every one of those for you. Have an amazing day. And again, thank you so much for our sponsors. I'm gonna turn it back over to our amazing host, but I wanna thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for attending this webinar and we'll see you soon. Well, thank you so much. This ends today's Safety and Health Magazine webcast. As a reminder, any questions will be forwarded to today's sponsor, Aveta. Also, we hope you take the time to share your feedback through our survey, which will open in a different screen after this webinar. Your input is important because it'll help us improve our future webcast. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Aveta, Jason Lucas, and of course, all of you who joined us today. Take care and be safe.